Good afternoon, everyone. Happy to have you with us on the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. And again, this week, my very special guest is my longtime friend and Christian brother, Larry Self. You probably know Larry as the founder and director of the Kuvil Rescue Mission, which he served in that capacity for well over 30 years. And we started that story last week on the show. And Larry, I want to continue uh, uh, to talk about the impact of the rescue mission on our community and the lives that you serve. But uh, you, co- you you continue to be active in ministry and serving people in our community. And one of the things that you do and have been involved in for a number of years, because I've, I've attended the service for a number of years, is you have, you're have you involved in the Easter Sunrise Service, which is held at Hidden Hollow each year. And, and that's coming up real soon. So talk about that a little bit, if you will. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Easter's coming April the 4th this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we have it from six six till about that's a.m. now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> six about seven or so forth, and we have some uh, singing and uh, you know scripture reading and responsive reading and uh, some praying and uh, special music, joyful praises. Been with yeah. us a long time, and then have someone do an Easter Easter sermon, and it's a it's a great time. It's a great and there's a lot of different denominations uh, sure. available there. And uh, I can't say enough kind words about Vince and Amanda Taylor. They when they bought Hidden Hollow, I didn't know what's going on. I thought, man, I don't yeah. know. But, because but, Arthur Lee, the the one that built Hidden Hollow and had allowed the Easter Sunrise service to be there for a lot of years, so it was kind of up in the air as far as you were thinking. As far as I was concerned, but boy, they they've been so so kind to us. I'm telling you, you've been there, you know. Now this is to be, be the 49th annual Sunrise service. I was talking about this in another about a minute, but but I was digging through all my old stuff here, and this is one 1989. Wow. It looked like it was made on a mimeograph machine, and yeah. on Arla it probably was. Yeah. But that you you in this one too? Yeah, is that right? Yes, sir. And that's that calculates a 32 year at least 32 year. Yeah. That I, that I've been with it, and I think I started a little before that. And uh, it's just it's just been a great part of my life, and I know it's been part of yours as well. Absolutely, and it, it is it is obviously Easter morning. Service starts at six a.m. It's at Hidden Hollow here in Putnam County. Most people know where Hidden Hollow is. You could Google it or do whatever you need to do to find the location. If you don't know, it's in the chapel there. It's in the so you say sometimes it used to be outside or sometimes, but it's in the chapel now, which is at the top of the hill that Hidden Hollow. And it's it's really and it's a great way to start your Easter Sunday morning. It's and it's open to the public, of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's kind of a community outreach. It really is, and. Uh, I know Mr. Arthur Lee, I, I quote him a whole lot. He, we had a preacher one time. We try to keep just good Easter message, and this bless his heart. He he got preaching about everything and about all the evils. Of the, of the, and Arthur said, said, I said, that man, he kind of got off base there a little bit. Said, uh, said man, anybody gets up, six, comes up here at 6 o'clock on Sunday morning, they've already been converted. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty well agreement on that, don't you? Yeah, most time, most time you've got a room full of Christians, you know. <laughs> most of the time, most time you do. But, 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 it's, but it's, a, it's a different speaker usually every year. Singing, just a great time. Uh, we didn't last year because of the COVID situation, but usually we have some sausage and biscuit or some right, donuts, yeah. something after that. But uh, if, if you have not been to an Easter sunrise service, you don't go to one. Let me encourage you, as, as Larry just told you, I've been, I don't know how many of them, I've been to maybe 25. I used to take, when my mother and my grandmother were alive, they always looked forward to that. I'd take them out there, they'd really enjoy that. And now they're both with the Lord, so I have great memories of that. But Easter sunrise service, Hidden Hollow, uh, Easter morning, 6 o'clock. And, and, and uh, as a lot of radio commercials say, you'll be glad you did. You'll, you'll be, be glad, glad you did. You'll be yeah, glad yeah, you yeah, came. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Next year now, I don't know how much time we've got. Next year it's going to be a biggie. It was yeah. going to be celebrating the 50th anniversary. And Arda's daughter and her, well, her family is going to come in for that. Is that oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. Plan on coming in for that. And, uh, you know, Charles Denning, he, uh, he's going to be involved in it as well because he's done a lot of, a lot of stuff in the paper with Arda, you know, years ago. Yeah, he wrote, wrote and articles. So, and- oh, yeah. And, uh, trying to find some of Jack Hackett's family and, uh, Eldon Burgess. They was all. Eldon, yeah. Because they, 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 they broadcasted on the radio they, for they a lot sure of years. They sure did. WHUB. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, live. Yeah. I remember one night, one time, the song leader didn't show up and I was trying to lead that low in the grave. <laughs> yeah. It's a great song. But, Lord, I had to quit in the middle of a song. Live <laughs> radio. I mean, I mean, I said, folks, I'm sorry, I can't get him. <laughs> I can't get that low. But, but Brother Gary, Brother Gary, yeah. Uh, Farris is doesn't yeah. leading Farris now, but uh, but yeah. Let me say this real quick, brother. I said my adoration for Dwight Henry raised several degrees when I when I noticed how dedicated you were to your mother and your grandmother. Well, they they just I mean I love them and and whatnot, but they really did look forward to it. I mean it was something that it was just became tradition in their family, and we and I continue to to be there every year. Yeah, we we have a uh, we have people that used to come when there was was children and they're coming and bringing their kids so yeah it's a long time whose idea was it initially do you know the first very first one the the the, the sunrise, sunrise service yeah oh it's arda oh, Ardley, yeah. oh it was arda's idea yeah who, Ardley. Who built and owned uh, a hidden hollow oh yeah 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 he used he where he used to live he's he, he used to see these sunrises we did have used to have it outside all the time yeah which was neat but uh it, you know you better have a plan B when you have outside you services. You don't know about the weather in March and April. That's right. And it, sometimes it's cold. Some might be raining. So uh, I think since Vince and then we just started having it just in, in the little chapel on the hill. But and there's a cross up there you can see for a long cross. way. Amen. Praise you. Again, uh, uh, just uh, we encourage you and invite you to be a part of something you'll really enjoy to start your Easter Sunday morning, and that is the sunrise service at Hidden Hollow. I want to just start on a discussion, too, about something else that you uh, recently, uh, I assume, started to be involved in, the Upper Cumberland Gospel Music Association. What is that, Larry? It's uh, what we're trying to do. We've been going a little over two years now. Uh, we're trying to, the, the name says it all, and I like all kinds of gospel music, but I'm a card-carrying, yeah. uh, a, a Southern Bluegrass gospel you know, promoter and fan. We'd been having a singing out at the rescue mission for thirty something year, and and the little pastor followed me. You know, he's good good little man. Uh, I recommend he follow me. But he he decided to go to more of a contemporary type singing uh-huh. singing, uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. uh, so so we just we didn't have it for about a year, and people kept asking me about it. You know, and I said, well, so we prayed about it and got a couple of people, some singers that used to sing with us down at the mission. And so we we decided to start not not just start having a singing, but uh, start this uh, to bring this type of music to, to keep it alive in this sure, area. Sure, absolutely. And uh, bring the singers together for fellowship and singings, and and also to bring the churches uh, and the, and the singers together. See, they, pastors always are looking for singers for homecoming, you know, regular sure, churches. Sure, yeah. And we have a we have a web, website on the back of our card that people can click on that thing and find a list of singers that we have heard and we recommend. And got to for, and it's for, for yeah. Southern Bluegrass Gospel Music, which yeah. is yeah. hopefully there will always be a place for. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about more that more when we come back in just a minute. And, hey, we're glad you're with us this afternoon. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My very special guest today is my good friend, Larry Self. 
We're back with more of the chat in just a moment. Hey, we're back on the chat. We were talking to my friend Larry Self. Larry, we were talking about the Upper Cumberland Gospel Music Association uh, and the type of gospel music primarily that's featured is uh, bluegrass, southern gospel, bluegrass. If folks want to know more about how to get individuals or groups uh, that uh, that worship with, with that music or the, uh, more about the association, how do they reach out to you? How, how can how can they find you? Okay, on the, our website is simply ucgma.com. And you maneuver around, and it has a, a list of singers. And it's, uh, the one that built that for us, he's got probably 15 or 16 groups that, that we have heard and we recommend. And so, I see. Mm-hmm. So if a pastor or someone uh, having a, a music service or any kind, revival, whatever, right. uh, homecomings, any, any way, if they if they're, uh, want to find uh, good quality music in that genre, then that, that, that they go to that website. Give it that website one more time. Larry. That's uh, it's simply ucgma.com. Okay. Now we have a we have a singing uh, once a month, first Friday every month at Wilhite Baptist Church. They just let us use the sanctuary. Okay. And it's already working because we have pastors, you know, sing, uh, that comes in, you know, just for the singing, and they'll they'll contact some of our people that sung there. So it, it works. That's what that's our motivation is bringing churches and groups together. Absolutely. And, encourage, encourage and so that singing there at Wilhite is, is it first Friday? First Friday in each month at 6, uh, 6 uh, p.m. Mm-hmm. And you can hear some of this kind of good music. Absolutely, yeah. That's what, that's what my, uh, I mean, it's what I cut my teeth on. My my daddy and my uncles, uh, both in churches and radio. I mean, it just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and seeing now, and I'm seeing a banjo and a guitar and a mandolin, Absolutely, sometimes yeah. a fiddle, uh, and and just, uh, and I can just see them, just uh uh, just and it was just it is it, it's and it was and still is a great gospel music front, front porch singing what yeah. we, and uh, and uh, it and it's just it brings them together for encouragement yeah and and they they still these little pockets of people all over the community that that just love, still likes that kind of music and that's Absolutely. what we're trying to do that's and you can enjoy it every first Friday at six o'clock at Wilhite Baptist Church here in Cookville. That's well out over by the rescue mission it property, is. which mm-hmm. is close there. And speaking of that, let's, we, we 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 were talking about uh, last week primarily the ministry of the rescue mission. How it started with some fried chicken and biscuits over on Cedar Street. You're taking care of folks during the daytime as they as they gathered around outside the boarding houses and were drinking during the day, and you were serving them during the day. Uh, a fellow showed up and needed a place to stay that night. You went home. Your wife Betty was frying some chicken. You took some chicken back over there. Saved some for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ate some biscuits. <laughs> and uh, for the first time, someone had spent the night, I guess, in 1976 at the rescue mission. It, well, yeah, it and, was. And there on Cedar Street. But sooner or later, sooner, probably sooner rather than later, uh, the demand uh, uh, outstretched the space, and you were you were looking for – you, were, you had to make some decisions. So how did you get from Cedar Street to where the rescue mission well, is Well, actually, now? it was not because we outgrowed it. We got evicted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, tell that story. That's, I've heard that's that a, before. That's a, that's a pretty good reason to leave. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the family owned that. They were they were very good to us. I mean, we didn't pay hardly any rent at all. But then, you know, some changes came, and they, they needed to, the, the, the property uh, vacated. And... Uh, Boy, I tell you what, if you've never tried to locate a rescue mission, you ain't never had no fun. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Well, there's some people that said, not in my backyard. <laughs> I mean, well, they, I'd say, uh, this is Larry Self, and I'm looking for a place for a rescue mission. And hello, Damn. hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, but, God, you know, God is so good. 
he shakes us out of our out of our comfort zone. Oh that's, yeah, that's, I thought all rescue mission had to be in the back then. Now, brother, it was run down. That part of town were yeah, and people it's vibrant thought, now, but it was oh, run down. it was it was they they let they 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 brought it back. But uh, we but we I was speaking at a, at a actually there was a a, a meeting that uh, among community leaders, and for some reason they gave me a. They gave me a award for something other for the mission, and uh, and and I was about not to go because I was I was working as as, as a painter. I was a painting and all that. Yeah. And they, you know, you need and you're to be, still making a living as a painter a yeah, lot of that time yeah. oh, while yeah, you're running yeah. the oh, rescue mission. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that was a uh, so I went over. I changed clothes and went over, and they gave me this award. And I when I got up to speak, I said I'm the uh, director of the Cook for Rescue Mission. If something ain't done real soon, it's going to be Street Rescue Mission. And that got the attention of two businessmen there. No and they kid. started helping us to try to find a, a place to locate. And uh, But what, what, what it, well, you know, of course, our good friend Joe Wimmer. Yes. Uh, his, his son-in-law at the time was, uh, they were going to a church. They had a little church down there at the Rescue Mission, you know. Beside it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They had it in, in the chapel part. Oh, in the chapel. Okay. And that's where they're having church. And uh, he learned that, that they would rent that bottom part. So we went out there, just rented that bottom part of that church. See? Oh. And uh, Joe and them was going to church there. And it hadn't been there any time at all when uh, one of the, the older men there, kind of the mover and the shaker and the money of the thing, he said, now we're going to sell this building. said, now uh, we'll give you all the first refusal. I thought, heaven help me, here we go again, you know. Wow, and your place was about to be sold out for money. Absolutely. And But what that was, that built a fire, and we, we we'd got together, a board of directors at the time, and so we, uh, we bought that thing, at long, a short story long, my brother said. Yeah. We bought that thing, it was $64,000, It was and that was back in, back in the 80s, 81. And... Uh, we we bought that thing, uh, and we did have about three hundred dollars a month income at that time, and we was paying a thousand dollars a month. I yeah, think. I don't know what kind of interest rates you got, but in eighty one interest was pretty high. It's, uh, I believe about twenty two, twenty two percent. Uh, I, I, I had a fifteen percent mortgage in those years. I'm yeah. telling you what, brother. So I thought, well, we was paying a thousand dollars a month. That ain't too bad. But then we got the notes, and I got the notes, and seven hundred dollars uh, and something was going to the interest. Yeah. And what that was, that put the board said, "Hey, we can't handle this." So we started a uh, building fund, you know. Yeah. And and long about that time, someone mentioned, you know, said we all start giving old Larry a little uh, some kind of salary, you know, and uh, and somebody said, uh, "Well, we'll do that when we get that property paid off." I said, "You never seen him pray so hard <laughs> in the pocket, property," and we did that. Within within four years, I believe it was. Now, this, tell, tell the folks where that church is here in the Cookville area. Uh, is it the the it's it's the one that uh, it's right beside the buildings that you built later on, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's it's, a, it's the old Well Height Baptist Church right. years ago, what it was, but it's right there on Jefferson Avenue at the corner of Davis. What's called, called now? It's called, it's Marsh Chapel. Marsh Chapel. Now. And that that that's one of the first thing we did when we 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 got to property. I, I asked for the permission to name it Marsh Chapel because the Bible was the one that 
that led us to start Mission Is that oh, right? Oh yeah, that was the one. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's named after him. Yeah. That's and then of course, so you you uh, you bought that property. Uh, you so you moved from Cedar Street there to the basement of that church. You learned that the church was going to be sold, which lit a fire into you and your board to to uh, to to buy it, and then uh, it just went from there. And we're gonna we're gonna pick the story up there in our next segment. So happy to have you with us this afternoon. This is the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, visiting with my good friend Larry Self. You stay with us. We're back in just a moment. We're back with Larry Self on the chat. We're talking about the founding and the growth of the Cookville Rescue Mission starting on Cedar Street, which was kind of, as you say, Larry, sort of a dilapidated area in Cookville. It was at that time. It sure was. Uh, Got uh, got, uh, asked to leave. You care to tell that story how that happened? I think you told me one time that some of the folks got a little bit out of hand or maybe they just needed to use the property for something else. No, it was not necessarily uh, because they just need, they just, well, this one is gone, I guess. But, uh, boy, it did one time. I'll tell you one time, brother, uh, that same phone booth. Yeah. I'd call brother. What happened? I, I'd come in from working on my job, and a guy that was I left in charge, he'd got drunk. And, <laughs> and, and, I'm uh, laughing. It wasn't funny then, I'm sure. He, no, 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 sir. And he, he was had a fifth uh, liquor bottle sitting on the table, and here come the chief of police up and took a picture and all that. and it, Oh, it, wow. And, and, and uh, uh so, and, and the folks that had the furniture store down under us, they controlled the water rights, and they turned their water off. <laughs> wow. And uh, I mean, we had to get water in gallon jugs, you know, and uh, it was just all falling. I, I went over, I, I said, this is it. I can't handle it. Yeah. I cannot handle it. So I went to call Brother Whitson again. And he won't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you called the prayer terror and nobody answered, huh? That's right, brother. And so, so basically, some I wasn't of the, calling to pray, to pray. I was calling to say, buddy, I I'm can't. Done. I mean, this this yeah. is it. This and is you it. didn't get an answer. No. I mean, it, it's a good thing you didn't. I, I guess. guess. Look, I, look you know, back. I don't know. But, 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 uh, but so, so the, the, the residents or people there that you were serving had got, uh, well, actually, you said you left one of them in charge and he'd taken liberty and. and, and yeah. Got started drinking and, and caused you a lot of pro- so my point I guess I'm trying to make is you know this is you did this you were director for thirty something years and you're dealing with some folks who have special needs anyway yes I mean obviously the rescue mission they need a place to stay you probably have some some people who have you know addiction issues you probably have some people who have mental illness issues oh yeah uh, you just you just don't know what literally is going to walk in the door next it was, but you did it later for thirty eight years it, it uh, and that, that, along about that time. So we went and, and met with the folks that owned the furniture store and the, and the owner of the building. Yeah. I mean, we all we got together, and and we we said, okay, well, give us two weeks. And so okay, we give you two weeks to get her get her cleared up here. Or it's going to have to close her down. And and uh, and that's we did. We got it up and running again. And it was probably a couple of years later before, before we got evicted. They did. They didn't. You know. And you got evicted because they they were going to use the property for something. Yeah. Else. They they was they. Was, yeah. And then as you shared earlier, you moved to the basement of the Church of Mars Hill and in the basement to operate there. They decided that they wanted to sell the church. Your board got busy, uh, bought the church, and then got even busier and paid it off. And and you're you're still painting for a living. You're still doing that part. Yeah. Then, you know. And really, you're doing this. And then and then it and then well, I'm looking at. I mean, just seeing this in my mind, I'm seeing the church still there. Then you started building other buildings beside the church and even a farm. Talk about how it continued to expand. Oh yeah, yeah. We we had they've sold the farm now. We had a had a farm out there, and it was a great time. I loved it. And the yeah. And we had a. Uh, uh, we, it was a re, re, rehab type s- setting, and but I tell you what I loved about the farm. It means thing. 
three or four times a year we'd have a special event out there. See, we'd take all the people out there, you know. Yeah. The first, when I first looked and seen that barn, I said, it 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 uh, had it upstairs. It had it wasn't like you had to climb on thing on the wall. It had steps going upstairs. I said, man, what a place to have a Christmas program. Wow. And, and we had one up there, and, and and we had a little black couple staying at the time, and they had a little baby was born while they were there. And, Is and that right? So we used that little baby for for the manger scene. No kidding. And, and so we'd have events, and, and a lot of the people that stayed at the mission never had been out on a farm. And but anyway, that's that's another story. Do you have any idea, Larry, how many? I, I'm sure you don't have exact answer to this, but I mean, during the years, I mean, how many hundreds of people that you served in one way or another? Yeah. I mean, individuals, uh, married couples. I mean, I mean, I mean, literally, they would come in from everywhere, and you yes. didn't know when they were showing up. How? Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, now see, now they've got the. Have you met the new director? Uh, I have Bruce, not. He, mm-hmm. he, he's good. He's doing a good job. They're doing a great job. Now it's kind of he and I kind of were different little. Uh, I was more of like a evangelist type. I said, you know. Wham, bam, you know, we can yeah. get a movie, we can save yeah. movie. And, and Bruce is building a lot of good programs. They've expanded, yeah. to, doing a great job, and uh, it's still a going. I mean, it's a, I think a ministry ought to be like your children. You, you always want your children to do better than you do, right? There you go. Okay. So I think a ministry, if you love your ministry, and I still love the mission much as ever did, uh, I think you want it just to succeed. I mean, sure. It'd be crazy. You you might have heard pastors say, I think they're on time said, well, I left the church, and it just went under. That don't say much about the pastor. Be <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, really. I mean, but what you you took it, when I mean, went, well, from from a Holy Spirit idea yeah, to okay. some rooms on Cedar Street to begin to buy property, literally laid the foundation for it in such a way that when you step down after 30-something years of doing that and serving people, then it was ready for to go to the next level. No, well, see, that's you. You remember Kim England? She yeah, was there for about four years. She brought it to another level. Yeah. And then, and I told Bruce, I said, "You, you better be glad that you followed Kim instead of following me, because we were still back in the dark ages with some of the technical stuff, you know. So, uh, but it, but that's what happened. One level, one level, next level, and so it's got to be very fulfilling to you, Larry, to think about. It. I'm sure. Uh, we just got a couple minutes left, but I'm sure there are several names and faces that come to your oh, wow. come to your thinking when you talk about lives that you impacted, lives that you changed, lives that you redirected. That just got to that's at this point in your life that's got to feel good to you. Well, you know, when we quit pastoring and and, and started the mission, uh, I thought, well, Betty, and I thought, well, you know, you you build up relationships at churches and with this problem is all over. But what it did, it expanded. Yeah, it expanded our our, our our family. What it did. Yeah, and for uh, we had some. I, I used to tell people. I said that the rescue mission was an overnight success. It took about twenty years to catch <laughs> on. <laughs> but, in twenty years, you had, and I know, I know, uh, I've been involved in churches who were who were uh, contributors on a regular basis. Oh, yeah, to, yeah. And and so part of your role was to to go speak to those churches and oh, tell I, them about the ministry. I love and you it. think about just what it meant to the city, not changing just life, but but some of those folks had that rescue mission not been there. Uh, you know, I'm not making assumptions, but they would have been walking the streets and no trouble. And what kind of trouble would have been created had they had not a place right, to go and yeah. stay? We, yeah, absolutely. So we've had good relationship with the the sheriff departments and and yeah. the uh, police. They bring people to highway patrol. We bring people to us, you know, get them off the road and off the street. And it was a good relationship. It changed lives, pointed them to Christ, directed, and and it all started because you came to Cooper to pastor a church and 
And you just took one step of faith at a time, and yeah, here we are today. Yeah. Whew. Oh, absolutely. Larry, this has been rich, brother. Oh, I've enjoyed it, brother. It's good to be back God. in the radio studio with you. We used to do this on a fairly regular basis, yeah. but it's good to be back. And thank you for making yourself available to be used by God, and thank you for what you mean to all these lives and, and to our community. And, and again, just thank you for being here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I promise you, it's my pleasure. Hey, I've been uh, delighted to visit again today with my longtime friend and Christian brother, founder of the Kuvil Rescue Mission, Larry Self, has been such a great contribution to our community. So happy to have you had you with us today. Join us next week, same time, for the chat.